Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Well, a little earlier in the week, I went back and had a look at the food reality and the food security reality in this country. And uh, the most recent data I could found on find rather on household food insecurity was 2022 from Proof, University of Toronto.ca. And it reveals 1.8 million Canadian children are living in a food insecure household, struggling to afford the food they need. And this is an increase from the 1.4 million children living under such circumstances in 2021. It's a lot of kids. Professor Valerie Tarasuk is back with us, Professor Emerita, in the Department of Nutritional Sciences at the University of Toronto. And proof shows food insecurity in Canada remains at high, record highs. Professor Tarasuk, it's always good talking to you. Thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. So can you give us a perspective, please, on what this means? Food insecurity, household food insecurity, 1.8 million children. Well, I mean, it's very bad news, right? What we're talking about when we measure food insecurity on these large statistics Canada surveys, there are 18 questions that range from, you know, do you ever worry about running out of food for yourself and your family because of a lack of money, through to compromises in the quality of what people eat. And at its most extreme, and I mean, it's heartbreaking that we're even asking these questions at its most extreme, number 18 out of those 18 questions is, you know, has any child in your household gone without eating for a whole day? And, you know, if yes, how often has that happened? Always with the claws attached, you know, because you didn't have money for food. So thankfully, not very many people say yes to number 18. But the fact that, as you said in your intro, we've got 1.8 million children and families that said yes to at least some of those questions is very, very concerning. Mm-hmm. And it's getting worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is the highest number that has ever been recorded in Canada in terms of the prevalence of food insecurity. Yeah. We've never seen anything as bad as this. There's no question that Canadian kids are going without food, though. No question. Mm-hmm. Right. We so, know. Yeah. I mean, not all 1.8 million. Right. But yeah, I mean, we're talking about whether, the, you know, how, how how often that's happening and to how many children. I mean, all 1.8 million are living in circumstances that I would say are undesirable, right? Yeah. Unhealthy, um, concerning. Yeah. You know, if I found myself in that situation and I were in a family that was very challenged as far as finances are concerned, and that challenge reached into the food basket, I wouldn't answer question 18. Yeah. If I couldn't right. feed my kids, I wouldn't tell you about that. That's right. There would be a shame factor. Not that it belongs, or there would be, you know, there would be such an unease answering that question. I wouldn't answer it. Yeah. 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 I would say that we are always underestimating the extent to which children are impacted by this problem for exactly the reason that you're saying. Yeah. I haven't heard political leaders speak about hunger much 
and certainly not hunger facing Canada's youngest, have you? No, no. I mean, we hear a lot of people talking about the affordability crisis, but you know, I mean, that's that's a uh, that's a phrase that we can all relate to. This thing that you and I are talking about is is a bit different, right? It's 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 a it's a lot more extreme, I would say, than me noticing that the price of milk is up. Yeah, and it is up. Yeah, and it does affect families. And I've seen people, and I'm sure you have, and many of our listeners have, and many of our listeners may be experiencing the very fact, see people in the grocery store, and the only look at the items that used to be staples, the only look at them now. And it is, as you say, it's getting worse. We heard from Canada's um, chartered accountants last weekend that 24% of the population, if they had to come up with $500 in order to meet their obligations the next day, so they have 24 hours to come up with $500. They couldn't do it unless they sold something or borrowed money. It's, we're in, a, we're in a, d- a very difficult, difficult place. Is it possible for you to project what next year might look like? Or these, this year's numbers might look like? I don't expect that when we see the numbers for 2023, I don't expect them to be better. And the reason for that is that we're still sitting in this period of unprecedented inflation, particularly inflation around basic needs. We're continually bombarded with stories of the housing affordability problems that I think are very are very real challenges for families with children. And, and we haven't seen either the provincial governments or the federal government stepping up to address these problems in any very tangible way. So, yeah, there's nothing in this picture that makes me think this problem is going to solve itself. Yeah, I have a very good friend who's always said this. Our obligation as a society is to the very young and the very old. And I've always liked that, that phrase. Um, food banks can't fill the gap, can they? No, 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 no. And, and they are the first to say that, right? They're, they're absolutely overwhelmed. I mean, the, the numbers turning up in food banks, I, I don't... I don't, I mean, I know people listening to your program are all over the place. I live in Toronto and I am just shocked as I'm riding my bicycle down around the downtown area, you know, seeing these unbelievable lineups. I mean, something we have never seen before, at least I have never seen before in almost 30 years of living in this city. But, you know, food banks can't possibly, I mean, they're doing their best. They can't possibly fix this problem. I don't know. How do we deal with this? How do, how do we, what's the first step? Well, I think at the end of the day, people are struggling because they don't have enough money, you know, to pay for basic needs, right? I mean, we haven't, yeah. this, this problem that we've got, it's been brewing for a long time. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's gotten worse over the last year or two. And I think that relates very much to um, increases in costs of basic needs that have, you know, basic living costs that have increased at a pace beyond people's incomes. How do we fix this? Well, we've got to reconcile costs of living with incomes. And it's not everybody. I mean, it, you know, we're talking about people yeah. on low incomes who are most vulnerable. Yep. And among those would be people on social assistance, many of whom mm-hmm. have, you know, have not they're on income support programs that aren't indexed to inflation. So they are getting poorer as these prices rise. You and I, Professor Tarasak, you and I have to talk again. We have to, we have to really get into this. Set aside some more time. 
And I thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.